0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Latte Lowdown. I'm your host, Cherish. And I am your host, Hope. And we are back with another episode. Guys, let me tell you, it feels like it's been forever. It really does. But I think, well, (laughs) only because the last two episodes were recorded together, you know? Yes. So we just had a week off, which was just weird. I didn't like it. Threw me (laughs) off. Um, But we hope you enjoyed those last two episodes. And we are in... Well, I don't know if you can call it our final episode of the Girl Talk series because like Girl Talk never really ends. No. But <laughs> we're in our final episode of the Girl Talk series for February. True. So that is super exciting. And we're just happy to be here. So, um, yeah, grab your lattes. Your water, whatever drink it is really that you are um, (laughs) kind of keen on right now. And just (laughs) settle down or start cleaning, turn us up, whatever. Um, But we're happy to be here and spend the next little bit of time with you. With you. So uh, what are you drinking today, Hope? Let's start with that.
1: Uh, I am drinking a vanilla sweet cream
0: ice latte. That was a long title. And you made that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Too many words for me to make. Chobani vanilla sweet cream creamer.
0: Ah, Chobani did it. Chobani collaboration. (laughs) I love
1: the Chobani creamers. They're so good. Mm -hmm. I've got the raspberry white chocolate one.
0: Mm.
1: (gasps) Okay, I have a question randomly. Okay. Do you pronounce the p in raspberry? No, I usually say raspberry. Okay. Like raz with z.
0: Yeah. Okay. Also fascinating. Where does z come from?
1: Uh, nowhere, just from... Delusion, maybe? (laughs) Um, delusion? Yeah. No, because I think it's
0: fascinating, like... Raspberry.
1: (laughs) Raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: It's me, Anastasia. (laughs) It's just gonna say, it just makes me think of Rasputin. (laughs) Rasputin, Grandmama, it's It's me, me, Anastasia.
1: (laughs) I just like the little bat. What's um, his name? Huh? What's the little bat's name?
0: I don't know. I just know when he's. My head, my butt, my head, my butt. It's like, oh, master.
1: No, no. You, you look, look good, good for
0: being pretty dead. Like, what is he saying?
1: Well, you look good for being dead. <laughs> well, you look good for being dead.
0: <laughs> he's just the cutest thing ever.
1: Anastasia's alive? <laughs> oh oh <laughs> i just love the bat i like uh that movie it was it had some pretty disturbing scenes like when he's literally like in on the his behind of him yeah just giving him a therapy
0: i know <laughs> he crawls in there and pulls him out yeah. it's pretty nasty
1: so gross
0: wow we got really sidetracked real fast okay so yeah. Chibani, thanks for sponsoring not really but you know one day <laughs> <We> maybe <wish>. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm drinking water for those of you who are interested
1: anyway <laughs>
0: moving on not too long. Hope, tell me about your favorites this past week.
1: Mm, favorites. Uh, let's see. Well, this week's been kind of interesting because mm. Manny was gone with my mom for a work trip. Oh,
0: yeah. He dipped, dipped on us. He okay. dipped, dipped. Is so... that an alligator? Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I'm like playing a video game it, in the background. It was an
0: alligator just crawling in the middle of war. Like, what? <laughs>
1: he's just there pretty sure they're like not that confrontational
0: like only when provoked but okay don't ask me ask steve oh wait Mm. rest in peace i love that man (laughs) i love him okay
1: sorry it's crazy how much his son looks like him dude wild wild
0: Wild. his mom's genetics got wiped out (laughs) bindi and robert look just like steve
1: oh my god i
0: just i miss him i feel like we would have been great friends I feel like he would have adopted me. He just doesn't know it. Maybe one day I'll meet him in heaven. I hope he went oh. to heaven. Oh, God, wait. This is getting too hard for me. <laughs> I
1: can't handle this. Okay. We love you, Steve. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um. No. Favorite though this week. Uh, so Manny and my mom were gone. So I was house-sitting with the baby. Oh, but Jane, she started um pulling herself up, and now she's trying to stand on her own. So for like five to ten seconds, she'll let go and she'll just kind of balance and like Aww. rock back
0: and forth. That's crazy. went up too
1: fast.
0: No, really though. My
1: baby turned one. That's, That's wild. Wild. Crazy. We're talking about motherhood this today. Totally bittersweet. It's been a full year of it. That's crazy. Wild. What about you? What have your favorites been for this week?
0: Um well it's been a crazy week um let's see what's happened i've been i'm still going through ezekiel Mm. so that's nice Um, i'm still doing esther oh okay i love esther
1: i love esther
0: i just love the the you know man she's a fierce woman
1: well whenever i remember too that it's the one book in the bible that does not name god what so, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. it's a singular book in the bible that does not mention god once no way yeah you should look through it's kind of crazy it's pretty crazy but you just what? see no, i'm pretty sure what yeah okay but you just i'm tripping out like you just see god up. so pronounced through the whole thing it's just yeah. amazing but yeah they don't mention it once
0: that's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, it's pretty insane.
0: I'm gonna have to read that when I'm done with Ezekiel. Yeah. Um but yeah, going through Ezekiel, super fun. I've also been going through a separate devotional, not in any way related to Ezekiel, but just kind of bounces around. Um okay. but nice. super cool. A couple weeks ago, um someone at our um at my church gave me and a lot of our like youth. Um, journals, and she was like, just like pray, because she felt like the God, the, the
1: God, <laughs> <laughs> the God of the universe, King she, of Kings.
0: <laughs> she felt like the Lord was just like, hey, like like I want all of you, like fully surrender. And so she was like, so I want to give you this journal, and I want you guys to like pray and ask the Lord to give you a verse every day and whatever. And it's been so weird to just see how the verses that have been like showing up or that Mm -hmm. I feel like the Lord's been putting on my heart has been matching with circumstances that Mm -hmm. are going on in my life. Mm -hmm. First off, totally bipolar. If you look at it from the outside, (laughs) you're like, wow. It's like the Psalms, like wow, exceeding joy, deep sorrow. And then it's just (laughs) like, kind of an okay day crazy like it's just kind of all over the place And so i'm like wow this is awesome um that's so weird it's just it's it's neat to see because for me it's a great way to hear the lord's voice you know Mm -hmm. and just like oh thanks lord for putting this random verse in my mind and then it having to totally match up with what i've been experiencing today or what i've been struggling with or whatever it is like so bizarre like I so bizarre <laughs> and i'm just like lord you're so good um so that's been really really neat other than that i've been making a ton of smoothies i love smoothies mm-hmm. i just mm-hmm. love them and they're so fun and i've been making a lot of juices which has been really neat still making my ginger shot juice and stuff and yeah. more carrot juice for the kiddos and <laughs> Mm -hmm. um it's just lord knows i don't need carrot juice i ate a couple carrots (laughs) yesterday and it's coming up with vengeance
1: (laughs) probably gonna make some ginger carrot juice today because the baby's a little sick with a cold so Mm. trying to get rid of that i got bone broth i got ginger
0: dude we've been having so much my mom like all of a sudden is in this like major health kick which i'm like first off thank you because i've been here for years and i'm so happy that someone else is joining me but like she's just like oh we're going to get all these things and i'm oh my gosh i also got like an allergy test have you ever gotten one of those do not recommend zero out of 10 awful (laughs) so they put like your allergens basically they have this sheet of things that they test you for weeds trees Mm
1: -hmm. animals Animals, insects
0: did you know that people get tested to see if they're allergic to cockroaches because i didn't i said who is messing with cockroaches that much that they need to be worried about being allergic to them first off so i don't know what i showed up on that i didn't look but yeah i had to get an allergy test and they put it on your back and it itches like crazy and you Mm -hmm. can't itch it and it looks like my back has been attacked by a fleet of mosquitoes, <laughs> like in *Lilo and Stitch*. Like they've chosen to? me. Like my perch. What am I not allergic to? That's the real question. Um, really? Yeah. So the one that I saw that I wasn't allergic to eucalyptus. It was like the only thing on the paper. Everything I think I was allergic to. I didn't see about the cockroaches though. I kind of ignored <laughs> that. But I'm heavily allergic. Ill- 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 I'm heavily Ill- <laughs> <laughs> Heavily allergic to like Russian thistle. What the frick is that? Oh. Do we just have that roaming around in the desert? Like some kind of weed out there? Like I'm allergic to trees. Russian
1: thistle. (laughs) We're
0: like trees, weeds, and grass is highly allergic to those. Which I knew, of course, because working outside and working with horses. (laughs) Get this. Timothy Bermuda. (laughs) High. High allergic. And I was like, oh, I actually knew that. Yeah.
1: Timothy, like instantly will raise my skin
0: instantly i said oh i actually knew i was allergic to those because i work with horses horses. and when i feed them or if their mouths touch me i break out in hives
1: how are you doing i didn't
0: see that one Hmm. i don't know if that one was there Hmm. but i know i'm allergic to that because it's the same thing it's not as extreme as timothy but yeah Mm -hmm. anyway so that was interesting but surprisingly i'm like rated a five i don't know what the scale is because some were 11 and like uh, i was like where does it end but i was a five for like horses dogs and cats and i was like i'll take that okay yeah anyway that was a lot of information y'all did not need to know but (laughs) here we
1: are well no i've actually never really spoken to somebody who's actually been allergy tested oh i
0: have before when i was a kid i was allergic to everything immediately flared up but i think i've gotten better to something i think i just
1: choose to ignore
0: (laughs) I do too, which is why I can't breathe every day. Oh, also found out that I have like a deviated septum, so that's fun. But he was like, everyone has that, like to some degree. Uh-huh. Yours is just a little bit more extreme. I said, oh, thanks.
1: No. <laughs> that
0: was a really subtle way. Do you have
1: to get a procedure at some point to get it lifted?
0: Um, you said we could, but hmm. he's like, I want to try something else first. And I was like, I don't want to try that. So I'm going my own homeopathic way of solving things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you anyway, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Okay cool no, <laughs> um yeah so that's that's my life and okay. and um yeah why do you what do you say we jump right into this topic you wanna you want me to give the disclaimer
1: sure do okay the disclaimer.
0: I feel like I've been talking a lot but you're about to talk a lot why because ah. guys we're talking about motherhood guess who's a mom hope guess who's not a mom cherish Who would have thought, so not me, <laughs> not me. <laughs> genuinely not me i've I, had this conversation before um but yes so hope is going to be taking the reins and i'm just going to kind of be here but we're going to try and do a little perspective thing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i'll share like what i think motherhood is mm-hmm. which granted i've had a lot of experience around moms because mm-hmm. i'm the youngest in my family and all of my She's siblings got a
1: lot of nieces and nephews so many and so many that people think are hers <laughs> Yep, because oh. the genes are strong in her family. And they are. It's they, so wild. Oh my goodness! All the children look like they are cherishes. <laughs> so
0: it's when great. You see her with I'll take that. Of children. <laughs> I have eighteen kids, eighteen and kids and counting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! But we're gonna be up to twenty-one this year. My cousin's Dang. having a baby. Crazy. anyway we're gonna sidetrack so hope's gonna be ta- speaking on her experience as a mom thus far um and uh, that's crazy because she's been a mom for just over a year now and then crazy. i'm going to be speaking on well what i thought those things were gonna look like hmm. versus what she's well, actually it's like different for everyone right but in the
1: motion where you're wanting and seeking those things and you're yeah. preparing your heart in those things so that's that's cool i've been
0: a mom since i was nine just kidding anyway so here's our little disclaimer folks hope and i are two girls in our 20s early 20s and we are simply just here to create conversation to provoke conversation in your lives and give you something to think about so please don't take whatever we say as absolute law unless it comes from the bible and still We encourage you to be Bereans and go back in the word, read things in context and Mm -hmm. get a better understanding for yourself because we are also not pastors. We are not we haven't studied the word that much. (laughs) We study the word, but not in that sense. So we would just we hope you appreciate this uh, this episode. And again, just enjoy it. And and I hope it encourages conversation. And also, let's not compare in this episode because kids Mm -hmm. are different at each Each one in their own right is just wild. In my family alone, I don't understand how you put the same thing together multiple times and get a different outcome each time. And so when Hope's talking about her experiences, we're not going to compare. We're not going to, you know, like, it's like comparing, obvious, like, on the surface. But, like, don't be like, oh, that's crazy. It's not that way with my kid or whatever. Like, no, of course not. Because your kid's not her kid. So experiences are different. Kids are different. People are different. Values are different. Whatever it is. This is just for funsies to touch on.
1: Motherhood. Dang, let's get into it. Let's go.
0: Yeah, hit hit me with your first point.
1: Oh, my first point. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 look through here. <laughs>
0: oh, she's written some things. I have written some things. <laughs>
1: um, my biggest one, especially because I I wrote a lot just based on motherhood and my experience in motherhood and things mm-hmm. that I'm learning because i don't want to say i've learned them because that puts kind of final point to it especially as a mom you're constantly learning no have we ever learned we are learning
0: (laughs) life is a constant learning thing not a learned thing you don't get your education and learning wait why do you say like zoolander is this a center for ants (laughs) oh Oh my goodness okay
1: back to the topic yeah sorry (laughs) uh when comparing yourself and kind of thinking about what you thought it was gonna be and what it actually is one of my first points is be careful not to compare your experience and you said this in the disclaimer Mm -hmm. to others yeah and that comes with everything comes with your pregnancy it comes with Um, trying to have a baby or trying to conceive or uh, maybe you're not trying to conceive and it happens like and um, and even through motherhood and milestones or one kid to the next kid like you were saying Um, but I think especially with social media or being around people or constant pressure to feel like things need to be perfect and together all the time and Mm -hmm. that everything needs to be good and great it can become really easy to compare and then suddenly make that experience really negative for you or. Yeah. Um, you know, it can just be a worse experience than what it could be because you already have that negative mindset because you're comparing yourself. So like for me, that was kind of a wake up call in my pregnancy Even because, you know, I was so excited to be pregnant. I was so excited to be glowing, to be just like belly out in the summer at the beach and just. (laughs)
0: Straight popping.
1: Popping and just the glow and, you know, carrying this life and feeling all the kicks and stuff. And then the nausea hit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then the fatigue hit and the pain hit and. (laughs) And uh, yeah, you kind of have a wild pregnancy story there. I was working at the same time. My blood pressure would drop all the time. I came close to passing out a couple of times. It it was an interesting one. Heavily heavily vomiting. It was you, you know you know what's fascinating though
0: hmm. that like old wise tale where it's like you know with boys you glow with girls you don't because oh, yeah. it's like the girls steal your beauty in a sense know. which I think is kind of f- funny. We should have known that you were having a girl. Because the signs were there, you were not okay. And I just think it's funny because, like, I've looked at, like, even with my sisters, I'm like, it's so fascinating.
1: Like, mm-hmm.
0: with like boys, you're like, wow. I'm sure
1: it has to do with like the hormones that they release as well and the sure. way that it like chemically reacts. I'm sure there's yoga. so much more to it than it's, oh, it's a boy, so- it's a girl.
0: But like, you know, but <laughs> it's so I just think crazy. it's kind of fascinating that you really with just the, with the
1: way you carry in your belly, too. Like, people can tell, like, oh, are you carrying like my. Uh, great aunt knew what my cousins were carrying like at the beginning cause she saw like the way that their stomachs were going and she's like oh you've lost your waistline you're carrying boys like I was like uh, what teach me her <laughs> Sorry, <waist. what? laughs> which is funny because she had all girls I was like
0: that's how she knew huh? <laughs> she said it wasn't like that <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, so that's like a huge one is not comparing and i think for and i got really kind of in my head i think i dealt with body dysmorphia and all that kind of stuff being pregnant and it it just i was working a lot and it just the mindset was kind of negative cuz mm. i just wasn't feeling great and don't get me wrong there were points in my pregnancy that i adored that i loved that i wish i could go back to yeah but i think you know changing my perspective and just thinking about what a joy it is to carry life and to grow life and to have that. um, Or even com- like comparing, you know, when you're going to have your next baby, there could be lots of pressure of like, okay, you've had your first one. When is the next one going to come? Like there's all these opinions of you should do two under two and just get it over with, yeah. or you should yeah. wait, or you should have this many kids or you should not have this many kids. It's, it's is so many opinions. Tell it's me so about many it. Comparison. <laughs> I know. Left and right. So I think you know, just kind of work in yourself and your own ideas of uh, being open to God's plan and what he's going to do with you and with your body and know yeah. that okay, some parts aren't going to be great and some points are going to be amazing and that's your experience is your own experience it's not anybody else's and it's not to compare to anybody else's and think that yours is worse or better it's just your experience sure so sure. that's my that's my first one
0: <laughs> that's so funny yeah no i understand you know what's weird is that like i'm obviously not in a position to have a child mm-hmm. and i think it's funny because my nieces will ask me all the time when are you gonna have a kid i want another cousin and i said hold up mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a step back. Girl. She's like, uh, she asked me at least like two to three times a year mm. for the past like four years. Like, hello. Time's Time a ticking. <laughs> your womb's going to expire. Like, I'm only 22. How old do you think I am? D- like, really, like, your mo- I'm the youngest. Your mom just had yeah. a, t- a child. And look, at her, like, she's older than me. Anyway, no, she's really like, when are you having a baby? I'm like, there's a process, girl what and she's just like yeah but you just need to have one and i said i'm right there just with be ya. pregnant <laughs> yeah sorry didn't know that was an option let me go to, let me add that to my car real
1: like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no really i'm just like okay whatever but i think it's kind of funny i'm getting pressured by a 10 year old so you're experiencing a lot more a different pressure but i'm experiencing a lot
1: of pressure from the little ones <laughs> well it's very like the need for so many people as soon as, even as soon as you get, like, married or start dating or whatever, like, the the audacity of so many people to just insert and just start questioning you, of when are you going to do this? Well, when are you going to do this? Well, what's your plan for this and for that? It's just like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, with
0: everything in life, though, because, like, I've noticed that, too, It's like graduating school from school mm-hmm. everyone's like oh you should do this because this is the better way to go or maybe this or why are you thinking
1: about that that's oh interesting oh okay like okay and i'm like okay chill hold well, on we need to be careful too when you're just inserting your opinion especially of like when are you gonna have kids or when are you gonna have your next kid you don't know if that couple or that person is struggling to conceive or yeah has had miscarriages or mm-hmm. or maybe had a really scary experience the time before and is maybe wanting to wait a little bit to recover from that or maybe they're the they're feeling like the lord is telling them to be done or you know and like we don't know we just kind of insert that onto somebody and it can make them feel So much worse, (laughs) yeah. I think we have to be careful about putting all this pressure and like inserting ourselves and just I don't know almost expecting like we have a right to know what's going on with you. And we, Mm -hmm. well, this is just normal, this is just what you ask, like, yeah, you're married now, so when are you gonna have a baby? It's been a couple years, guys, like, come on, you don't know, you don't know if those people really want to have a baby, and just at the moment, that's. Not what God has for them right now. that's And that can be a really upsetting thing for somebody. So what I'm
0: gathering from this point is that we need to be mindful.
1: Gracious and kind um, and mindful. About
0: whether or not our words are being encouraging or discouraging.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, there needs Amen. to be some
0: uh, discernment in there and wisdom. And you should pray for that if you haven't mm-hmm. already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. What's the next point?
1: Oh. My next point is to also be mindful in your judgment of others, Mm -hmm. whether you're doing it intentionally or not intentionally. I think something that you don't realize is going to happen is in that comparative process, you can almost project judgment onto other people without even realizing that you're doing it like oh I would never do it that way Mm. or I would never like think to do that with my kid or Mm. dress my kid like that or feed my kid like that or do that with my kid and um or handle my pregnancy that way or do you know that thing with my husband like you kind of unknowingly do it at some points and i really have to stop myself and just be like if i'm gonna do what's good for me and my kid that person's gonna do what's good for them so i shouldn't be thinking these things even if i'm not saying it out loud sure i think we should be careful to rein in our thoughts and just
0: that's a good thing to do anyway yeah
1: (laughs) be mindful of (laughs) other things people
0: rein in your thoughts
1: yeah because uh like especially pregnancy and labor, like the amount of.
0: I want to do that. That looks Watching so funny. Watching ride a horse like <laughs> through a field, going up a field, mountain, up mountain, just covered in flowers and <laughs> so majestic and tranquil, and I just love it. Oh, when there's a gun, not as tranquil as I thought.
1: But I watched so many um like uh labor videos like I love those anyway because I just think they're so crazy labor is such a crazy experience
0: (laughs) tell me why I had a dream that I was like in labor and delivery and I was like at least I'm not staying here because this is crazy
1: it is it is wild I've
0: seen a couple births (laughs) it is a wild and it's a little wild yeah Yeah,
1: it's a little it's a little crazy um but you know I there's a lot of you know, a lot of conversation, I think, right now, especially, about a lot of people choosing to do things more naturally, or having these more mm. intense birth plans, and um, and I think that, or at least I've seen a little bit of just people just, you know, going into a situation and not going their way, mm. and then just I don't know you project judgment of like why did you give up that easily or this whole narrative of like getting the easy way out or mm-hmm. all this different stuff i'm just like why <laughs> why do we think that way like i don't know i was talking to somebody about my birth and i had a long labor process i think it was like 36 hours Yes. Before my emergency C-section happened and I was induced, I was like 41 weeks and there was actually it was an interesting situation where there was a band around my cervix so it wouldn't dilate and um That's crazy. Yeah, it was really it was strange. <laughs> I'm still going to do some research into like what that means for future kids. But um But I was telling somebody because she had just had a baby, too. And she had done a C-section before, and she then did a V back, which is what I want to try for next, which is a vaginal birth after C-section. Mm-hmm. And um, when I told her that I had, had to have a C-section, that it wouldn't dilate, or that I hadn't even dilated at 41 weeks, like, I was not dilated at all. She was
0: not done cooking. I was... She said, leave me in here for a little bit. It's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was weird, because my cervix was fully like the term ripe which is kind of weird that they say ripe but it's 100% face so Mm -hmm. it's very thin but I was not dilating at all like my body was just like nope (laughs) and we tried multiple different ways to like naturally induce labor and nothing was working I even did nasty castor oil
0: (laughs) oh my my family's done that before
1: (laughs) and it induced contractions for about Two minutes and they were very light. And then they just went away. They were like, "Nope." <laughs> um, but I told her about my C section, you know, just kind of confiding and whatever, mm-hmm. and she immediately was like, "Oh, you could have gone longer. They just gave you a C section just because. Like you definitely could have done it." I was <laughs> wait, but how does and she it, know? Based right, on and it was just it? it was in that moment where it was slightly disheartening because. You suddenly feel, like, guilty for telling that person or, like, oh, then you start rethinking your experience, like, did I think about it wrong? Were these complications actually not happening and I could have done something different? Or am I the bad guy for choosing to do something this way? And so, it, that was kind of a wake-up call of, like, no, okay, this, that's what she thinks and yeah. we'll be careful not to put that out to somebody else, but... You can't take that personally. You just mm-hmm. have to, you know, mm-hmm. be okay with your experience. And if you want to do things differently next time or do things the same, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, Do you have any preconceived notions about pregnancy or labor or anything like that?
0: Mm,
1: no. Just <laughs>
0: based off of my family's history and everything, I think... I don't know it's hard to say because obviously i well here's what i'm tempted to say mm. i'm tempted to say it's gonna be not too terrible but then there's like some of my siblings have had their kids literally in like one push under a minute
1: that's crazy yeah
0: <laughs> wild and they haven't labored for long, long at all and then others labored for like four days and then had like two and a half hours of pushing. Wow, like that's just exhausting. So really, actually, it's kind of a wild card. <laughs> but <laughs> I want to say with confidence what it would be like, but I have no idea. So pray for me, people. Uh, when that day comes, I hope it's the under one minute push scenario, <laughs> not the weekend long labor and then that full is something m- movie length of pushing. What I the would frick? Advise. That's just-
1: for people is i think that there's there's a big love for like really severe birth plans like it 100 percent needs to go this way i need to be really firm on this mm. and there are definitely things like if you don't want it and you feel like you can go without those things or this is the way that you want to do things but i see so many people where the situation changes and then they're really disappointed Because it didn't go that way and then all of a sudden it's labeled as a traumatic birth for them and yeah, they're just really upset by the situation and the circumstances and now, don't get me wrong, it's a crazy thing. It's a (laughs) crazy environment. Yeah. Like things can change and it can be upsetting maybe sometimes. Um but I think we've tried to walk into the hospital having a birth plan but also being open to whatever would happen mm-hmm. with, you know, God's plan and God's timing and just yeah, makes sense. being okay with that. And I think I had a hard time even talking about the birth, like for a couple months afterwards, but I think it was almost a little bit easier to recover and just be like, no, there wasn't really anything where I was like a hundred percent, absolutely not like, no way and if it goes this way then i'm just gonna be really upset and angry about the situation like yeah it's gonna go how it's gonna go and we're gonna be okay and we're gonna pray in that and healthy mom and healthy baby yeah and- <laughs> that's really all that's really important is you yeah both are exactly great and- so huh. yeah uh what about preconceived notions about motherhood
0: I don't even, honestly, I don't know why I said I was going to give perspective because my, uh, everything is like already kind of like, I don't know, it's like jumbled because I've have so much experience as an aunt, which I know is vastly different than being a mom. However, there are. a lot of similarities and it's just like I feel like I've experienced motherhood in some instances but of Mm -hmm. course not all of it not all the nasty (laughs) I've experienced some nasty things with these kids let me be real but like I'm not not like you know the up all night type of thing which actually now that I say I have experienced a lot of that also it's it's but not in the degree of like a mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have these thoughts of like, oh, I think I know how I would handle this situation, but I will not know. And t- and I know I won't know until I have my own child mm-hmm. because it's been so different. And even in my siblings, parenting styles, vastly different from each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so fascinating considering we grew up with the same, like in the same household, the same like morals, values, whatever. Yeah. And like their parenting styles are so different. Mm hmm which is crazy yeah but I'm also figuring out what I will and will not do with my kid yeah which uh you know I feel like we figure out anyway
1: which is good (laughs) I think that's really good to take in real life perspective rather than just because that's actually one of my points on here Mm -hmm. is being careful about all the opinions that are going to flood you from both sides both people telling you that this is wrong you should be doing it this way or it's like, people will go as far to say it's damaging for your kid or yeah. for you. And I think, you know, take what opinions you need and take little things that you want to do. You don't necessarily have to be all for one side or for the other. Yeah. You can do a mix of yeah. both things or neither Yeah, I probably of those shouldn't things. put,
0: like, absolutely will not do for my kid. Like, no, 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 I'll, no but, I want to pull back on that a little bit. It but I be... like
1: that you talk about, you know, gathering real life circumstances and that's why I think it's so important you know when we talk about learning from our elders or family members like the tight like we were talking about for Titus and teaching that down Mm -hmm. gaining those real life experiences and actually watching it being done in front of you Mm -hmm. and gathering oh I like how she parents her kid in that way or yeah I like this or maybe uh, maybe I won't do that or maybe I'll do this yeah. but you're actually seeing it rather than just hearing from somebody online going this is the best way and you should be doing it exactly this way yeah but then you're like okay but what does that look like in a real life circumstance it's so <laughs>
0: different and I think yeah like like I said I'd like to pull back on that like there I have no absolutes because mm-hmm. I have my ideals mm-hmm. but Certain things that work for some kids don't work for others. And a great example of this is my sister Triana's kids. Mm -hmm. We have like Connor, the most mellow child ever. Mm -hmm. I was there for his birth. He did not cry. He was just chilling until she pushed him out fully and he still did not cry. And then they were like trying to make him cry. And he was just looking at her with the sweetest face Mm -hmm. and he was just like so okay. Mm -hmm. And he's so chill. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's still to this day. He's very much an introvert. Well, loves to like, he'll talk with you, but then he'll like run to his room if there's people around. Like he's wants to be by himself. He gets overwhelmed and he's so, so sweet. Mm -hmm. Then there's Paxton, (laughs) who is like the Tasmanian devil (laughs) from like Looney Tunes. Like he just goes around. He's freaking the best. Oh my gosh. My little Pac-Man. He's the sweetest guy, Mm -hmm. but he's so
1: high energy high energy
0: very extrovert well he's like an ambivert because like mm-hmm. sometimes he's like super awkward but then he's like super super energetic mm-hmm. he's like your stereotypical two-year-old the <laughs> connor never experienced that and yeah. so like triana has six kids each kid had a very different personality type yeah. so for example gentle parenting Great for Connor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Paxton, not so much.
1: Paxton can't handle words. He needs
0: a little bit more action. And so it's like, okay. And so it's just fascinating to see, like, even in that household, things Mm -hmm. that she was like, oh, I can't, I don't want to do this with my kid. Like for the sake of, the safety of your child and like mm-hmm. them actually learning and you actually getting to like having to discipline them so that they don't hurt themselves or others. Like mm-hmm. she's had to change up her ideals in some ways, you know, mm-hmm. to like make sure that the kids are on track to growing up to be good humans. Yeah. And so it's just fascinating. Like you have these ideals like, Oh, I don't want to do this with my kids, but every kid is different.
1: Yeah. hundred percent.
0: Like it's wild. So yeah, I don't want to say that I have like these absolutes, but I do have my ideals, which mm-hmm are flexible (laughs) based off of the characters that I hope the Lord will give me.
1: Yeah. And I think it is good to kind of, you know, do some research on the things that you are leaning towards Mm -hmm. and that you would like to do. Yeah. And maybe giving your, equipping yourself with tools because I think we can walk into a situation with ideals, but then we don't know how to actually act that out or what it means or what some responses might be to some actions. And, um, then, I don't know, then we kind of go back and we're like, oh, that actually doesn't work for me. But then we haven't actually yeah. <laughs> utilized some of the things that um go along with that parenting mm-hmm. style. Um. So, yeah, I think, like you said, being open and okay with things changing. Yeah. I have that on here. Like, be okay with changing your opinion. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people, it's like you feel like you're going to face a judgment if you decide to do try something and it doesn't work for you and you change your mind, you yeah. change your ideas and um, absolutely equip yourself, but be open to changing because things are different. Kids are different. Um, My child is vastly different from my friend's kids. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we all parent in different ways and different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane is very much like, she looks like me, but she definitely has Manny's personality. <laughs> Her, she's got that little bit of stubbornness, but she's very funny. She's very like I don't know, she's almost introverted, like you said. Like yeah. she'll she'll be kind of mellow and chill and introverted. And then when she comes out, she's really extroverted. She yeah. just likes to laugh and play and show off. And she's very performative. Mm-hmm. And, um but that's different from say my um, my friend down the street, who her like three month he's so chill, and that was not Jane as a three month old yeah, so yeah, the way that we parent is different, yeah, and our experiences will probably be different, even in the fact that she has boy and I have a girl, so the ways that we're gonna parent is gonna be different, yeah, um. But uh, the, let's see, the next one that I have too is do what is good for your baby as well. Mm-hmm. I tell that to my friends who are expecting or I'm just, you know, sometimes you have to cut out a lot of the noise, mm-hmm. even if that means maybe having some distance from somebody who's really like trying to tell you what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Cause like we said, a lot of people are going to have their opinions. A lot of people like to insert themselves into the conversation or your experience and just be like, well, this is what I did for all of my kids. And that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, you got
0: to be careful about what you're receiving from people. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's wisdom and counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, but some counsel can be dumb. So <laughs> just, especially I feel like in today's society, you just have to be that goes across the board for like everything what opinions you are listening to what information you're taking you take everything with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. and really like i i would hope that this is like a given but like receive information from like people you trust you know you know who are like you have a mentor or Mm -hmm. um your small group like even people like that you grew up with your you know people that you really trust and Ideally, you that they would have like the same morals as you because like mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes into it. it takes a tribe. You know, you heard that takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. That is 100 percent true. You want it to be a wise village.
1: Yeah. And be okay <laughs> with being firm and saying no and sticking yeah. up for your family's ideals and your or your parenting styles or like be okay. I'm I'm very much a people pleaser personality type. But having a child in a surprising way, has taught me how to stand up for myself Mm -hmm. and be a little bit more firm. Like, even in the early days, somebody wanted me to come and serve in a way that wasn't going to work for us because the time schedule was off and everything. I just knew for Jane, she was kind of colicky and stuff. Like, it wasn't going to be a very good situation. And they were very pushy in the fact of, like, oh, well, I just carried all of my kids and I like did all of this and I had four kids and this is just what we did and it was kind of like well you're gonna sign up for this anyway and then I had to go back and text that person be like hey you know I kind of rolled over in that moment but this is actually not good for us in this season of life this isn't gonna work out for this specific stage I hope you can understand but I have to say no to this Mm -hmm. and that person did understand, was kind about it, but I was like, oh, I can, I can stand up for myself. Yeah. Like, it just, like, I'm not giving you authority to be just, like, outwardly rude to people mm-hmm. and just be like, nah. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay to be firm and just say, actually, this doesn't work for us and we're going to have to do something a little different. Yeah. Um. So that's a good one. Um. I think, especially as a people pleaser. And sure. pray about that pray for the lord to give you strength and
0: we should um, we should have said that first yeah need to pray for about pray. everything
1: prayer 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 everything prayer. on your literally, literally with the lord <laughs>
0: whatever you can think of any decision minor major like pray about it
1: and if you need advice give if it you all don't the know lord where to look and everywhere seeming overwhelming go to the word <laughs>
0: Turn to the Lord. He always The word knows.
1: does describe a lot about motherhood. There were so many verses that I didn't even know how to like narrow it down to just yeah. some specifics. Yeah. But there is so much incredible discernment, even when they're talking about individuality that can be transferred over into motherhood. Everything yeah. stems from your your own walk with the Lord and your yeah. prayer life. And that's going to translate into how you are raising your children. Um. I have allow yourself to be joyful in the moments because you know everybody tells you before of time is gonna go so fast and just remember to soak it all in and you go yeah 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 I'm soaking it in I'm soaking it in and then a year passed and I was like wait what
0: (laughs) yeah that was a fast (laughs) year what just
1: happened
0: that was fast
1: time is moving incredibly fast (laughs) and i felt like i was soaking it up i felt like okay yeah like i'm i'm enjoying this i'm i'm being in the moment and then a year passed and it felt like it just like time traveled like how did i get here yeah. when did this happen and you know allow yourself to um soak in those moments cuz there will be there will be hard times for sure yeah. like Jane was colicky. Jane's gone through teething. Jane's gone through sleep regressions. There's been all kinds of stuff. But um, I think, you know, even though those moments are tough sitting through, because you're going to go to the next, you're going to go to the next point and just miss some of the things that were happening before. Mm-hmm that aren't happening at that moment. And you're gonna go, wait, <laughs> like what happened? I thought I thought that season was so hard and I just wanted to get to the next one. I just thought the next, the next milestone was gonna be more exciting and I just mm-hmm. wanted to get to the next step. And then you start to miss all those points, like cuddling and like contact napping with my baby. And she went from a period of contact napping and wanting to be on me and sleep with us and do all this different stuff and be really cuddly to gaining her independence and she's like ah you're smothering me (laughs) like (laughs) get away from me yeah um and she wanted to play and do her own thing but now you know she's coming back to wanting to cuddle and hug and Mm -hmm. um and that's really special but i can look back at those moments and feel like okay like just absorb really take it because things change really quickly especially with their level of development like things are changing every day, like, yeah, soak up the day. it's good. like
0: <laughs> that's
1: that's so true for so many things too. Mm-hmm. And I also have you know uh, allow yourself to be joyful. A lot of people, I think, will try to portray their negative or project their negative experiences, like you hear a lot, just, oh. We'll wait till they start teething or oh, yeah. wait till the sleep regression hits or wait till uh just wait till they're crawling and you can't catch them or they start bonking their head like um or oh uh, you're never going to sleep again now that you've had children or just wait till the two it gets so much harder and um it almost projects this really, like, negative overlay onto everything. Manny and I, it was interesting, a lot of people were just like, oh, you're three months in, like, she must not be sleeping at all, you guys must be really tired, instantly assuming what's happening to you right now is really negative. And we would just kind of respond with, actually, she's doing really well. We're really enjoying it. She's getting a lot of sleep right now. She's eating really well right now. Just yeah. doing all these things, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And just kind of putting it back into a positive outlook mm-hmm. of just this understanding that hard times are going to come. But that doesn't mean that that season is going to be a negative thing. Like, yes. Colic is hard. Yes, sleepless nights are hard. But it doesn't mean that it's going to last forever. It doesn't mean that that whole portion is going to be negative. And I think we attach a lot of negative details of oh you're having kids now your life is over your sleep is over your free time gone yeah (laughs) your relationship with your husband over romance is dead (laughs) like we attach all of these (laughs) negative attributes to having children or getting pregnant or whatever or trying to have kids like Lord forbid you have multiples, then your life is really over. Like, you can do nothing. And rather than adding more positivity. So allow yourself, I think, to be joyful. That's what I'm trying to do is just, you know, see joy in the world around you and portray that back to people rather than just going, oh, well, gosh, just wait for this. Like, um, rather than saying, oh, just... Just wait until they start teething and go, oh, just wait until they start laughing. Yeah. You know, like, I having know, more, mean. like, positive things to talk about. Um, let's see. Join. Ooh, I have a good one. Our children will make us feel convicted and we should listen to that. Mm. They think, you know, your kids come and it's like.
0: What, what has oh. Jane been saying? <laughs> What has
1: she been saying? Like, Mother, your Bible time is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. But your baby comes or you have kids and you start to monitor. Oh, what am I saying? What am I portraying to them? How am I acting to my husband in front of them? How am I doing this action? in front of them? how am i portraying my love for the lord in front of them you start to ask yourself all of these questions and that's a good thing i think you know you can take those actions and maybe change some things if you need to and our kids i think should make us more aware of what we're pouring into ourselves like we don't have our kids watch specific things because we say that they're too adult for them or they contain adult material we don't let them listen yeah. to certain things because it's got Cursing in it, and we don't want them to be flying f bombs in their iguanas <laughs> class, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah. But shouldn't that also make us reflect in our childlike faith of, well, what are we pouring into ourselves? And we're just ignoring how that affects our mind because we're supposedly, quote unquote, more adult and we can handle it. Like, we protect their minds, but. Yeah, Maybe that should translate into how we're protecting our own mind. I think that that's a huge one. That's one that Jane has definitely been teaching me is convicting me of, well, how am I going to show my, how am I going to express and put into actions my love for the Lord and my relationship with him so that that translates over to my daughter so that she can see what it's like to have, godly parents or how am I loving my husband so that she can see what a healthy good relationship looks like and that can translate into her life or how am I treating other people in front of her how am I speaking is my tongue reflecting my heart all of those things how do I how do I even handle stressful situations around her all of those things they all translate because their minds are so impressionable and we try to think about how it's going to affect them But it can also affect your life in turn, too. And the things that you choose to have poured into you. Mm, Yeah. Um, That's good. I also have pour into your spouse. Because I think the first year, those first couple months, they're hard. Yeah. (laughs) They are hard. And we have to remember, too, that our, our kids... Even though we love them and they're important and they're a blessing from the Lord, your marriage technically comes before that. (laughs) And we should be pouring into our spouse as well and your spouse pouring into you as well because that relationship is really important. Yeah. And it tends to be like kids come in and everything else gets thrown to the side because you're trying to keep something alive yeah. <laughs> you know you're you're in charge of feeding them of dressing them of bathing them of um all of it stimulating them all of it Doctoring. pouring into their education <laughs> doctor like all of it and not to mention if you're like stay-at-home mom and you're cleaning and you're cooking and you're trying to balance everything just to run your household or to stay sane <laughs> or to yeah implement your own bible time and stuff all of that it's A lot but you know try to go on dates with your husband or do something that will make him know that you're thinking about him as well it doesn't have to be anything elaborate or expensive or you know stay at home stay up a little bit later watch your favorite tv show together or do devotional together or you know make their favorite meal make them like cards do something that tends to their love language and let them know in response that they're loved. And that's not just for wives to their husbands. Like husbands, pour into your wives too. They're going through a <laughs> yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot is happening right now. It's kind of crazy. Like help them out. <laughs> really. Um but that relationship is really important. And I think it gets kind of thrown to the side of just like, ah, eh. like we'll tend to that later. And then the later it goes and the later it goes, the later it goes, the harder it, goes, the harder it is to fix things that may have gone into disrepair because we haven't been nurturing them. Um, Yeah. And also, that goes for your relationship with Christ as well. Your own identity. A big thing that, you know, even my friends and I talk about who have kids is the importance of not making your child your idol. Because children and people can become idols as well Mm -hmm. and take your focus away from the Lord and from Christ in um, your relationship with him, and they can just as easily be the thing that you hold above all else. Um, and my identity is not fully that I'm a mom to Jane. I love her and I love that that is my role to her, but first and foremost, I'm a woman of God, and that's my that is my true identity. I have other characteristics of being a mom, being a wife, being a friend, but my first and foremost is that I'm a daughter of the Lord mm-hmm. and um, trying to nurture that and nurture your own identity in that. Cause I think once the kids become an idol, we tend to, to kind of drown in that of just, I'm a mom and I'm Jane's servant. <laughs> like everything I do is for her. And you don't have those moments to yourself. You don't have, um, I don't know. Then what happens when the kids grow up and they leave? You don't know who you are anymore because now your purpose is gone. (laughs) So nurturing your own identity has been something that I've been learning about too. Like implementing more Bible time, more worship time, trying to go to the gym with you, trying to stay active, uh, trying to have five minutes to myself to shower and get ready and look nice and enjoy my appearance and how I'm looking or being able to cook my favorite thing or make myself coffee or do things that will read a book, nurture my own identity rather than just my identity and motherhood Mm -hmm. as well. That's been a huge thing I've been learning is I didn't realize that those hormones that they talk about are no joke when you have a kid And that bond and that feeling of just like everything that I have is for you. I would take a bullet for you. I would protect you at any cost of just like everything that I have is for you. And it's really, it's a very strong feeling. And, but then also that feeling of being lost of like, I don't know who I am. Things are changing the way that I see myself has changed so incredibly much and uh yeah yeah that's just
0: important you're an example to her too so exactly her seeing you do all these things is great especially you know spending time with the lord and Mm -hmm. really nurturing that relationship Mm -hmm. i mean it's literally a parent's job to raise a child in the word exactly yeah it's not a responsibility to take lightly no (laughs) and you're doing a wonderful job
1: Oh, I appreciate that. That's really
0: crushing the game. Lil <laughs> Janie is so cute and so happy and she's healthy. Funny. She's funny. She's something else.
1: She's a riot. She's funny. She's a character. She's a comedian. <laughs> yeah, she is. <sighs> well, guys, do you have anything? Do you have anything to add, Cherish? This long, long ramble. <laughs> this long talk.
0: <laughs> I I feel underqualified to talk I will say that I agree with you and what you're saying like just being careful of what we're taking in you know guarding our hearts and our ears and our minds and like you know just in general because like I've been doing this semi mom role Mm
1: -hmm. for a while
0: now and I feel like all of a sudden all of these things that weren't they were important before but nothing I really focused on heavily I just like kind of would go over like oh no that's okay like it's just a it's just a swear word or it's just you know like one of those things and mm-hmm. I'm just like oh well they're gonna you know I just never really thought about it mm-hmm. much and lately especially yeah. man I've just been like oh my gosh we need to turn this off or we're gonna yeah. change this or like I was watching a movie with my niece and it wasn't even a bad movie it was the tall girl but I was okay. like in the middle of it or like in the beginning of it I was like this is too mature for her she's mm-hmm. eight you know mm-hmm. and so i I like and and then i kind of felt guilty for like even starting it mm-hmm. like and then i was just like hey we're gonna change this because i feel like this is a little too mature for you and she's like okay what do you want to watch and i was like i don't know what do you want to watch and she was like oh look at that barbie one and i was like yeah that's better okay <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like i don't know these things are like being brought to my attention and
1: well yeah we it's we think of these kids that they're so impressionable yeah like everything's gonna affect them and they're going to mimic and learn these things but then we I don't know we naively look at us and we're well we're so mature and we can handle this and we're not sensitive to this anymore no I'm so sensitive and we act like we're not impressionable but we yeah, are we
0: are definitely just
1: because your age has changed doesn't mean that your mind's not impressionable anymore mm-hmm. and that this won't affect you and yeah I think you know my pastor has spoken about it before but we've allowed ourselves to not be sensitive to things anymore oh
0: we're totally desensitized
1: totally desensitized and just no. like ah this is fine this nothing is nothing about fine it. like i could just ignore this and it's cool yeah um but and we let so much like nastiness just like In just on a daily basis, just because it's fine because it's the norm. Yeah, but I don't want it to be the norm. No, not my household. I've been making so many different changes. The normal thing.
0: Yeah, so it is cool to see how that's changing now. Oh yeah, interested to see how that continues to change in the future. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but nothing really to add. You Mm. touched on some great points there.
1: Thanks. It's a bit of a ramble, and like we said in the beginning, I. I am learning. I definitely do not have any of this fully figured out, halfway figured out. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's <laughs> no way things to that have I'm that.
1: i learning. These are things that I'm trying to implement myself. I'm not trying to say that my relationship, just because I would say nurture your relationship with your husband, that my husband and my relationship is perfection and just like, ah, it's all and and butterflies Rainbows and shit and, and butterflies. Shooting stars it's and a relationship, and it's still hard. Fireflies
0: and. <laughs> <laughs> Embers everywhere, floating in the sky and all around us, and fairy dust She's and sprinkles Gleefully. and. <laughs> like
1: from Lilo and Stitch. The mosquitoes are an
0: endangered species. Look, there's a female. She's chosen me as her perch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love oh that. My goodness. Oh man. But yeah, that, none of this is perfect. None of this is down to a science. It's just things that I've been thinking about things that have been I've been more aware of now since having a baby and yeah no you're doing great this is all
0: listen no one's got it down (laughs) so super (laughs) proud of you and for those moms out there listening I'm proud of you too for figuring it out listen this is all our first time living this life and experiencing the things that we're experiencing. So please Mm -hmm. don't hold anything um, against yourself and try not to do the same to others, you know, like try Mm. to have, have some grace with yourself and with others. Um, Especially if you're a parent with your spouse, you're both learning and like we've mentioned many times, everyone is different. Every kid is different. Every experience is going to be different even if you've had a kid already guarantee the next one will be different in some regard and it's just all a learning process and mm. there's nothing bad about that everyone's learning with you um mm. and just yeah have grace with yourself amen well
1: well guys we appreciate you listening to this episode. this was a long one <laughs> it was a long one appreciate you listening to this episode like always if you guys want to shoot us some requests you can leave them down in the comment or review box for the podcast don't forget to subscribe we try to update every monday 12 o'clock pst (laughs) yeah yeah and you'll get notifications of when we upload and uh go follow us on instagram at the latte lowdown you can also submit any kind of requests in our dms or the comments of our latest posts we also try to put up some polls and like question boxes up in our stories so you guys can go check those out and keep an eye on that and um yeah we just really appreciate you guys so much for following along on this podcast journey so far it's
0: been so fun
1: Love the support. Appreciate all of you <laughs> very
0: much. I think this is the first episode we didn't use a Bible verse in.
1: Whoa, we
0: like made mention of them in passing, but like, we never like said anything. Oh, my goodness, that's weird. Who are we? <laughs> no, no, that's odd. Oh, it makes, me feel no. weird. It makes me feel like naked. That's um, weird. Anyway, yes, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Give it a rating, please. That would be very helpful. Oh yeah, um, that would
1: be that would be great, guys. Me, don't forget great. that the lord loves you yes if you're experiencing motherhood or trying or uh maybe that's not going well for you or pregnancy or anything like that just know that we're praying for you and thinking about you yeah and the lord loves you the lord's got you yes and to just trust in his timing and his will
0: yep there's a season for everything there's a time for everything and it's not amen. always ours
1: amen we love you guys god loves you we can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Boop, boop. Hey. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye.